0: Welcome to the Mission City podcast. Today we delve into an area of the church that you see all the time, but you might not know very much about. We are joined by Kelsey Hyatt, the Director of Worship and Church Experience for Mission City. She shares all about these two facets, worship ministry and the experience you have when you interact with us. This session is a great insight into the heart for these ministries and how to get into these areas if you're just starting out. Let's go ahead and get started. Dave, take it away. Hey, good morning and welcome to the Mission City Podcast. So glad you're tuning in each week. Thank you. Um, Benny, how you doing? I'm doing well. It's good to see you. So Chuck Foster's out today. He's my usual co-host and uh, his son's getting married. And so he's out of town for the next week. And so we're excited to have Kelsey Hyatt in the house with us. Morning, Kelsey.
1: Good morning. Thank you for having me.
0: Yeah, it's great to have you in. Me and Chuck have been talking about having you in for a while. And so uh, we want the Mission City crowd to get to know you a little bit better. I mean, most yeah. of them see you up on stage um, at Northwest most of the time, but um, kind of share with us a little bit. Uh, what is exactly is your title? We know that recently you were given a new title and some some greater responsibility. Uh, been doing a great job here. So kind of share with us how long you've been here, how you got here, and uh, what you're doing now for Mission City.
1: Yeah. Um, again, thanks for having me. I'm excited to do this. And Probably this makes me more nervous than being on stage. Oh, really? Singing like you asked me to talk, and I'm like, huh? What? Well, you can <laughs> sing it all if you want. <laughs> <Exactly>. My <laughs> name
0: is Kelsey. That would be
1: the longest, like, 22 minutes of everyone's <laughs> life. So let's not. Um, but City podcast the musical <laughs> exactly. <laughs> that, that would be hey, cool. I'm telling you, this guy's. That has some legs. It could go somewhere. Um, Yeah, so I've been here six years this month. And so um, came in May of 2017. So I've been here for... For a good amount of time, yeah. uh, and my title is now director of worship and church experience. So, kind of my role at the church is a little bit twofold. So, I oversee the worship leaders that lead, and they're amazing. They do a great job at both of our both of our campuses, and, and soon so to soon to be three, three campuses. Yes, so I oversee our worship leaders, and a lot of that is just making sure that. The songs that we're doing and the style that we're doing kind of fit Mission City and who we are. And so um, that's kind of the worship side of it. And then the church experience is just making sure that our church is welcoming. We have great volunteers and people in place that um, make that super easy. But just kind of taking things and saying, okay, how can we do things a little bit better that help from the time that somebody looks at our website to when they pull onto the campus to right. when they walk in the door. How can we make that an amazing experience for people? And so just kind of looking at all of those and, and that kind of stuff. So it's cool. Yeah, we
0: kind of sometimes churches will underestimate the importance of... Those kinds of things, the mm-hmm. church experience for the guest, yeah, because you you start coming every single week and it gets and, normal. Uh, yeah, it just you know you you see things a certain way, and we sometimes forget what's it like uh, for a first time guest. And so I know that oftentimes when I'm talking to guests that I know that maybe friends of mine that visit from out of town or something like that, I'm always like, hey guys, just kind of give me the how you felt from yeah. the moment you. Looked up our address online or the moment that you pulled into the parking lot and all those good things. Because I know one of the things Pastor Matt challenges our greeters and our parking lot attendants and things like that is consider yourself missionaries, mm-hmm. you know, and we want people to uh, pull in and know. as quickly as possible, where to go, how to get there, where to drop your kids off, your students and those things. So that's an important part of what we do.
1: Definitely. And it's different for every person. There are some people who come on and they're like, don't, please don't talk to me. And then there are other people that were like, that would love for someone to kind of walk them through. So it's just kind of navigating all of that and figuring out, okay, how would, how does Mission City interact with with those people who come on to campus and so it's cool
0: right yeah well i mean like we said you know i think we read a statistic that said uh eight out of ten people the first time they come to a church don't even get out of their car absolutely you know they'll they'll pull out so we want to minimize that and 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 try and make the experience as soon as you pull in hey we're welcoming we want to show you where to go but not over the top of, yeah. you know, just hassling you to the point of right. where we want to run you right. off, you know. And so that's an important part of what we do. And so you mentioned the worship part, and I hear this constantly, how excellent our worship is at Mission City. I mean, at both campuses we hear that, and again, soon to be third, we everything we do. And I, I jokingly, when I meet with people in their covenant member meetings and they're trying to get a place to plug in, mm-hmm. I'll tell them, you know, as I'm going through all the places, greeting, coffee, those things, and I go, now, if you have some musical talent, you know, we also have a worship team, but you better be pretty dang good (laughs) because our worship team is so phenomenal at what they do. And so kind of share a little bit about uh, the personality, if that's the right word, for how we want to do our music at Mission City and what is the priority there and and things like that, how you choose the songs yeah. and, and all those things. So share a little bit about that if you don't mind.
1: Yeah. So first of all, Chris and Bianca are worship leaders at the Central Campus, and then Aaron and Alyssa are worship leaders at the Northwest Campus. They do an incredible job, and um, they, they do an amazing job of just, I feel like, leading people in worship, but then also leading their teams. So one thing that a lot of people may not know if they're not on the worship team is that our teams are incredibly close and that's not always something that we've had in the past. And a lot of that has to do with the four of them and just how they have invested in people. And we always say we want to be a good steward of the stage where we want excellence and we want it to be a distraction free thing because that's important for people to worship. Um, But we also want to be a good steward of the people that God's brought. And so finding that balance is something that I think they do very, very well um, as far as the like philosophy of worship, we kind of have three things that we really hold to for Mission City. Um, one of those is distraction. We want things to be distraction-free, so rehearsals are taken um, pretty seriously. We have a lot of fun, but it's still serious in that we want right. to make sure that we have the notes down and we have the transitions down so that um, when someone's there, I want the goal is for them to have an encounter with the Lord and nothing kind of pulls them out of that. Nothing happens where they're like distracted or what, what was that, you know, what did that electric guitar just do? And, um, so distraction free. And then, um, we want to hold true to doctrine. So you mentioned how do we pick songs? Um, something that is super important to me is that all of the songs that we sing are Founded in scripture, that they're biblical, like they're, the base of them is biblically true. And so...
0: Well, that's awesome you say that because a couple of weeks ago, Benny, we had a conversation where we talked about one of the things we liked about Mission City is that everything we do centers on the word of God. Yeah. It's not our opinion. It's not what we think, you know, and if we do give our opinion or what we think, yeah. we say this is our opinion yeah. or whatever. But from our preschool ministry all the way up through our senior adult ministry or life groups, everything student ministry everything is founded on on the word of God so I'm, I'm glad that you brought yeah, that up
1: so. yeah and that's how that's really kind of the litmus test if you will of when we try to figure out what songs to add um, for me there always has to be a scripture that I could point to or a concept in scripture that I could point to that if somebody came to me and said why do we sing this song that I could defend it right um, and so that's super important. Um, just as far as how we pick song. As far as the sound goes, we want things to be um, a balance of upbeat and exciting because worship is fun, and it should be fun, and church should be fun, Um, but also have moments where people can almost be reminded of who Jesus is to them, the personal worship. Um, So our worship services kind of flow in a little bit of an arc, if you will, um, where it starts up just an invitation for people to come and worship. Mm-hmm. We realize that um, people are coming in from you know, wrestling kids to get in the car, or um, they got lost, or they're frustrated, or they had a mm-hmm. bad weekend. And people come in with a lot of different things, or maybe they had a great weekend, and they're excited yeah. to see everyone, and they want to celebrate that. So we try to start off our services um, exciting with just that invitation to join us in worship. Yeah. Um, and really, just an invitation that God extends to us to come into His house and worship Him. And so um, we start there, and then we try to um, we end with that response time, where it's just a, a special moment in all of our services where people have the opportunity to respond respond to the message, respond to how God has been speaking to them through that service, whether it's um, just a moment of prayer, whether it's communion. Um, and so that's kind of how we pick songs, even to add to what we do. And then even for each Sunday, that's how we generally try to pick the songs that we do.
0: Right. Well, you mentioned this, you know, the heart of the people leading too is so incredible mm-hmm. to see. Um I have to speak for central only because that's where I am on Sunday morning. But I know like with Chris and Bianca, they go above and beyond, yeah. not just with, Uh, the time of worship but they want to be at the doors when people are leaving to thank them for coming for Mm -hmm. thank them for worshiping with us they're very accessible to people if they have questions you know i see them Um, After services all the time, you know, people have them pulled off to the side. You know, and and a lot of times, I've been to a lot of churches where you never see the worship person unless they're on the stage. And so, and also, too, they pitch in and help unload Mm -hmm. things. Or uh, I remember when, when Bianca started and she was helping us do something with getting lunches out for a special worship service we were doing. And even Pastor Matt made that remark. You know, he's like, what do we do? We got a worship (laughs) leader helping us? You know, we we made a joke Mm -hmm. out of it. But her and Chris are both that way. And I've heard the same thing uh, about the the Northwest team. And and again, soon to be the North team, we'll hear hopefully the same because the people you get, we want them to uh, not just want to be up, but to serve out of the overflow of their own hearts. And so um, I know that that's something that's important to you as well.
1: Yeah. I think that goes to um, we want we want people who have a heart for the church, not just a heart to sing on stage, but a heart to serve people. Because that's what, as worship leaders, that's what that's what we're doing. We're serving um, the church by leading them in worship, and that's super important to me. That that if that only applies to the stage, then that's not really a true heart of a servant you know, a like mind of Christ right. heart. That's not humility or anything like that. That's so we want those people who can who will be excellent on the stage but also who understand and can appreciate the value of serving the people that they're leading.
0: Right. So how much uh preparation goes into each Sunday morning worship experience? How how do you guys prepare for that? And And I know you meet during the week and those kinds of things, but how much preparation goes into a Sunday morning service?
1: Yeah, Uh, it depends on the Sunday, I will say. So the preparation for, like, this Sunday is very different than the preparation for Easter Sunday. Gotcha. Uh, So it it varies on the Sunday, um, but kind of normally it's a lot of just scheduling musicians and trying to figure out who in your team is in town. And so a lot of that is just – is is trying to plan ahead to make sure that you have your team available. Uh, So that happens throughout the week. And then picking the songs um, is normally, I, I feel like that's what takes the longest amount of time because a lot of times there will be one song that I really feel like God's laid on my heart that people need to sing or like we need to do this song. And so it's just trying to be sensitive to, there's a lot of elements that go into planning the Sunday set And so being sensitive to the time that you're, that you're given, you only have these people for 60 minutes and you want to be respectful of that. So, um, so that's kind of the preparation like behind the scenes. And then there's a lot of other things that are, that our team does on Sunday morning to help prep for the service. And so,
0: yeah, I know when I get here, they're already here, Mm -hmm. they've already been, uh, preparing for a while. And so, and I roll, I still roll in pretty early, but they have all beat me here. And I'm, I'm already seeing in my text when they're yeah. text read that they're showing up and yeah. they're getting here. And so I appreciate the time that they do that. So share with us a little bit. You said you've been here for six years. Where were you before you got here? And how did you get uh, to Mission City? How did you uh, find us? Yeah. How did we find you? How did God bring you to Mission City?
1: Yes, all the things. Um. Yeah, so I was serving at a church in Houston, Uh, and I was working with college and young singles at the time, and just had been asked to lead worship for various things for the college students, for Wednesday night students, Sunday mornings, Saturday nights, for women's Bible studies and things like that, and just started feeling the sense that the Lord was calling me to worship um, vocationally, to, to worship ministry. And that wasn't really an opening at the church that i was at and so just started praying through what would that look like and asking god to open the doors and the worship pastor that was at the church i was currently serving at ended up coming to mission city to be the worship pastor and so as he was leaving i just kind of said hey you know my heart is in worship if anything ever opens up i'd love to be a part a part of that, and so, um, so about six months after he left, he said, "Hey, we want to hire a full-time Northwest worship leader. Would you be interested?" So, I came, interviewed, and fell in love with just the church and the mission and the values that this church has, and so um, decided to come here and started there at the Northwest campus, leading in the dance hall, and it was a blast. I loved it with all of its challenges. Uh, and then about six months later, that worship pastor was like, "Kelsey, God's calling us back to Houston." Yeah. And I remember all that. Yeah, and so that was that was probably the first moment of really trying to wrestle through like, did I hear God wrong? Did I make a mistake? But I just knew for certain that uh, that He had called me here, uh, and that. I just felt so strongly that I knew God was going to do something amazing at this church, and I just wanted to be a part of it. So so that's how I got here, and that's kind of why I stayed, and, and I've been honored and blessed to be in the role that I've been given. So
0: so if I'm watching this podcast, and uh, I'm a young person, and uh, whether I'm a senior in high school or uh, started college, and I, I've... I've feel like god's gifted me you know in, in a in a way where singing and yeah. maybe leading worship what advice do you have for them as they're moving forward maybe praying about maybe is this what god's calling me to do and th- this can transcend from just music um but that calling on your life what does that look like and if uh you know, you're a 22-year-old person out there, 23-year-old, and they're thinking about doing something. What advice would you have for them to to kind of follow to get to a place kind of where you're at?
1: Yeah. Uh, I would say most importantly, um, just continue to anchor yourself in, in Christ. And again, like you said, this transcends just worship. Um, but I think for a lot of times, especially worship people or just creatives in general – We get excited about the dream, and we almost tend to let that become an idol a little bit. And so um, I always...
0: Sort of the idol of being on stage and being recognized. Yeah, and
1: almost the calling. Like, God, if if God's called you to do something huge, and that's amazing, but don't forsake what God has put right in front of you right now, because... His timing is perfect and you might not be ready for the big stage right now but God has opened a door for you to lead worship for kids at your local church right. like do that and allow God to work in you and grow you and and, and develop in you a, a leadership quality that maybe you're lacking or a musical quality that you're lacking I often think of and I'm challenged a lot by just the life of David that you know he's anointed king and then he went back to serve in the field. Right. And I've always that's always challenged me because I feel like sometimes we focus so hard on the throne that we forget the field. Right. And so for me it's that would be my biggest piece of advice is is find areas where right now you can plug in and grow and allow God to open the doors for you moving forward to you know to accomplish that calling because if he's called you to it He'll make it happen, not you. And so. That's
0: great. I I share that with young pastors all the time. You know, when I started and I felt like called to pastor and things like that, I, and, you know, God started opening doors for me to uh, share a message at nursing homes and Alzheimer's places. And, uh, FCA huddle groups and I remember driving an hour and a half to speak to an FCA, FCA huddle group yeah. with seven kids at it, you know. And, yeah. Uh and I tell you know, young guys will call me all the time, it's like, Hey man, I, I want to start preaching. I'm like, Well, here's what you do, you know, you get on the phone, call all the local Baptist mm-hmm. churches or all the local little churches around you and ask them if they do a Sunday night service. Yeah. And see if you can come and do their Sunday night service because a lot of times these guys that pastor these churches are preaching Sunday morning, Sunday night, Wednesday night. So a Sunday night off would be great for them. Mm-hmm. And uh, you know, and a lot of times they hear, "Well, I don't really want to do that on Sunday night." And I was like, "Well, then you don't really want to do it." Right? You know, and I think it's the same thing with with leading the the music. You know, I've mm-hmm. had. Uh, people over the years that I came and had to do a Wednesday night thing for me because yeah. they're a senior in high school and they're about to go off to yeah. to Washita or Oklahoma Baptist or, um, you know, Hart, Mary Harden Baylor, Harden Sims mm-hmm. whatever. And so I'm like, just, just kind of get, you know, yeah. God will open those opportunities. Don't look at any of them as being too small because yeah. that kind of also would share with your heart. Well, I only yeah. want to do it if there's a certain amount of people.
1: Right, right that's the being faithful with the little right. you'll be faithful with much and and the idea i've kind of you know that's been a little bit of a test for my my spirit and and any pride that's in my heart is if there's ever a stage that i feel like is too small for me then there is a heart issue in me right. you know and so i i started off leading worship for middle school students and developing a a high school student band and then traveling with a drama ministry (laughs) to to lead worship at different churches while they did they put on skits and it was me and a girl and a guitar, you know. And those were not like the sound quality was not great. I missed probably every note known to man. But those were the those were the times that God developed in me the heart of worship. And I think you can't you can't skip that and just jump to the big stage.
0: Yeah, and, and you know, I share this all the time too. There's there's I remember when I first went and, you know, felt called to the ministry, I tried to just jump in and do something big. And I remember a, a buddy of mine that was discipling me was like, you're you're going to get into battle and you're not going to have the armor. Mm-hmm. And I was like, what? You know, I was like, no, I'm saved. He's like, yeah, but you're not ready, you know, kind of a yeah. deal. And so he's like, God will let you know. And then my pastor, uh, I remember when I went to go pastor my first church, when I had been serving as a, a student minister, he told me that, um, never look to just, like, go to a place. Well, I'll be there for a year. Then I can move to this. Yeah. He's like, get there with the intention of staying there forever and let God open those doors for yeah. you. And sure enough, it works out a whole lot better when we when yeah. we put God in the details and yeah. let him lead and guide us.
1: Yeah, and I think, like, especially with worship, worship is it can very quickly become where it's about us. And having the humility in the mind of Christ of knowing we're here to worship because god is worthy of our praise right. like and so you ask you know how do we pick songs the majority of the songs that we sing are christ focused right. because as soon as we turn and we make it about us then we've missed like, we've just missed it. Yeah.
0: That's what we talked about last week on the podcast was uh, honoring God and loving people over our own preferences. Mm-hmm. And I remember there was a there was a really super liberal church next to me, because I came here from Houston as well. And I remember there's a super liberal church right near my, my house, and I would drive by it, and they would have the most ridiculous things on their signs all the time. And I would sometimes take a picture yeah. and text it to Pastor Matt when I still lived in Houston. And one Sunday, I was on my way, and it said, here at blank church uh we make it about you mm and I remember going, yeah, that is so nope. not the point of why <laughs> yeah, we do Sunday morning. Yeah. You know, <laughs> yeah, that's a serious problem, you know. And then, you know, it caused me to kind of look at the things in that church. I was like, yeah, there's a whole lot of stuff wrong. But that's where it has, you know, and I and people will tell me that sometimes. They're like, well, I wish we did this. And, and I want to say, you know, it's really not about you. On Sunday morning, it is about making much of mm-hmm. Jesus, glorifying him through yeah. song, whether it's your style or not. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, look at what the words say. Meditate on what the words yeah. say, and and uh, just truly worship our heavenly Father through whatever it might right. look like. You know, and I think you'd be a lot more satisfied when we do yeah. that. And so, uh, well, Kelsey, thank you so much. It's been great having yes. you on. I'm so grateful that um, Chuck's gone. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I'll let him know. <laughs>
0: Well, he'll, yeah, because he, he doesn't watch it. He doesn't so, watch uh, it unless he's no, on watch, it. Yeah, unless he's not on it, he's like, let's make sure they didn't do better than yeah, this. So, uh, uh, Chuck, um, it was great having you, but uh, <laughs> we're moving on with Kelsey now. She's also podcast director. So, uh, bye, Chuck. No, Add
1: please. it. Comma. <laughs> Just another uh, yeah.
0: semicolon, right? yeah, after worship and whatever, whatever other else stuff is. But uh, anyway, seriously, thank you for being here. Great to hear your heart for worship. Thank you. And uh, thank you for tuning in this week, and we will see you guys next time. God bless you. Thanks for tuning in to this episode of the Mission City Podcast. If you enjoyed this podcast, share it with a friend and leave a review on whatever platform you're listening on, because that really does help us out. Thank you again, and we'll see you next time.